What's up, bro? Post Thanksgiving cast. What's up with you, my brother? How are you? Woo! I'm like my body is forty two percent crescent roll. Yes, yes, indeed. Well, mine too. You inspired nice. me, bro. You inspired. Welcome me. to the cult. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Well, I am. I am a big believer in the the leftover meals after Thanksgiving. Like it is a part oh, of yeah. my. Is a part of who I am. It's, it's, it's woven into the fabric more of my DNA. Than the actual, the actual day. <laughs> There's no doubt, man. We were on the road uh, for Thanksgiving. Went to Tyra's sister's place, so we didn't have our actual like make a turkey ourselves and all that yeah. until Friday. Um, and I'm still working on the leftovers now, bro. Like and, and like Tara like makes her pineapple stuffing. She didn't make that till Saturday. So yeah. like it's like. Uh, it's like uh, just uh, I'm like pumped about eating, having leftovers to eat, each oh, yeah. day, and I'm still working, working through them. But uh, you inspired me your uh, crescent roll delicacy um, that you explained on a recent cast. Uh, Tara made them, and they're a huge hit, huge hit in our house, huge hit. Talk, I mean, talk about what they are. A, re- a review for anybody who who well, uh, take, didn't catch that it's, one. It's pretty simple. You take. Whatever Thanksgiving leftover, and I found that like it can literally be anything. Yeah, it's kind of the beauty, sure. the beauty of it. You know, yeah. like kind of like a like a gumbo. Like what you could put anything in a gumbo, right? Like it doesn't matter what the protein is or whatever. Yep. yep. Um, but take whatever, so cranberry sauce, stuffing, turkey, whatever you got, and you uh you take some crescent roll dough, and you wrap it around in a twist. You know, like a twisted donut or something, you know, just pretty yeah, simple. Sure. Keep wrapping it around. Do a little egg wash on it. Bake it. Yep. Very, like, this is the easiest process, whatever. Then you dip that in a little hot gravy on the tail end. And it is like handheld Thanksgiving goodness. Man, so, they are amazing. I, I, uh, ours were very simple. Ours were just yep. uh, mashed stuffing and turkey in each one. There you uh, go. Generous portions of each, uh, trying to make them high protein. So as much turkey as we could get in there also. Um, and then I, I actually ate mine with a fork and knife. So I like put them on the plate and then put gravy. And your pinky up. Yeah. Yes. And then my pinky up. So, you know, put them on the plate <laughs> with the gravy on each of them. Well, here's the thing. Let me let full disclosure. I am like a heavy, legit open face sandwich dude. Okay. Like, so if you can get me some decent bread to make some toast with and schlep, yep roast beef on there or turkey on there or whatever, man, and some gravy like that is among my favorite meals. So I kind of consume this in this in, the, in that same tradition. So gotcha. that was just my own style because that's how I like to eat them. But yes, were you so inclined? Literally finger foods. These are these are oh, almost, yeah. these are almost like uh hors d'oeuvres, right? Like right. you could you could make this oh into yeah an you could make tiny could, ones too and yeah, do like a for whole sure. yeah for sure. For sure. Yeah. That should be a whole thing. Those I mean this should just be those are badass. Yeah, I don't. We didn't invent it. I don't. You know, it was probably yeah. a, a social media sure. recipe video oh, or something sure. years ago. Sure. But it is now year seven of us doing it. It's an annual tradition. Yep. Got to do it. We got the Hawaiian roll this year, dough crescent roll. Nice. As a as a new wrinkle, and I'm sure we'll expand the options as nice. the years go on. But uh, Absolutely. yeah, time honored tradition now. And uh, it's a good time, man. Thanksgiving, the number one most popular holiday in America. I can see that. I can see that. And probably like, you know, I'd say like maybe like Fourth of July barbecues are up there, but like the most food centric. So oh, I would sure. say the most American. It makes sense that it'd be the most popular thing in this country because we yeah. 
we like to eat. So, um, yeah, well, yeah and, definitely. And, you know, there's, there's, you know, obviously it's a, it's a complicated, loaded holiday on a bunch of levels, but the general, the general principle of uh, gathering with those you love, yeah, of gratitude, right, and of, uh, you know, good food. You know, and you don't have thanks, to spend money thanks. on gifts like Christmas. Well, that's interesting, so, right? You're being free thankful, of that burden. True, being thankful for good food, but it's not like heavily commercialized, right? Um, so it's like a, an opportunity to sort of uh, appreciate people and appreciate food. Um, but yeah, like you're saying, without like as much of that commercialization and as much of the material, the burden. Well, yeah, even right, even right. the burden, exactly. and the cost burden. You know, oh, have to sure. buy the gifts. It's like. Yeah. Just show up and eat at somebody's yep. house or you're cooking or what, you yep. know, like, but even that is fun, I think. Yeah. Um, and you can wear pajamas almost like it oh, can be sure. like it a lot be. of places. It should, casual. Be. it should be like that. Yeah. It should be casual. It should be low watch key. football. That's yeah, all. Well, that's that's the, the other, you know, beauty of all of the, the, the games on Thanksgiving this year. I was not. No, now, nothing, now we, oddly, the Dolphins had a three o'clock Friday game yes. the next day. Yes, they did. Which Black is the Friday first time game. ever, I believe. And so, yes, the first ever Black Friday. Game. Now that had yeah, that had a Garth Brooks concert and all this like weird right. stuff. Sure. Like, oh, great! We're gonna have an hour long halftime show yep, in between yep. regular season games, probably soon. But uh, yeah, interesting. Um, good time. Good Thanksgiving. Now, now and, the, uh, the the Thursday night games go. Correct me if I'm wrong. The Thursday night game was the Niners, right? I think so. They look pretty legit. The Niners, yeah. look, Niners look pretty legit. I mean, I know the Eagles look very legit, and they have basically since since last year, the whole season last year, and the Super Bowl and all that. Yep. But man, oh man, like the Niners look for real too. Like I feel like that uh, that NFC could be could be interesting. At least it could come down to Eagles Niners, you know. I uh, could totally. I mean, they look like the two best teams. You know, the Cowboys. Yeah. Are right there. Eight and three, right? Cowboys are eight and three. Yep. Yeah. I don't know that I totally buy the Lions. Right. And that would be. Those would be the only. You know, those are yeah. the only teams. Yeah. No, for sure. Like that's I don't why, think there yeah. isn't. You know, even in like the past, you could look at a team in the last couple of years if they had Drew Brees or Tom Brady. Sure. Or Aaron Rodgers, you know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Where, um, where that one guy could carry the carry a team all the Russell way. Wilson, Water like you'd be like, all right, I'm never counting them out. If they're yeah. ten and six, they could go win two road playoff games. For sure. When I look at, when you look at the teams in the NFC beyond the big probably th- three teams, right? Right. If you want to throw the you want to throw the Cowboys in and say there's four teams if you buy the Lions. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, if, I, if you buy the Lions, yeah. yep. there's four teams that are only four teams that are better than six and five. Right. Right. The Seahawks I mean, are yeah. six and five, and the Niners just wipe the floor of them. Yeah. And so yep, yep. everyone else is five hundred or worse. Right. Right. And that's the thing. Like I, I don't get me wrong. Like I like, I like Detroit, the city itself, and I, I love Barry Sanders, and so I'll always root for the Lions. I think they're yeah. they're a cool franchise. I'll always root for a place in my heart for them, but I don't necessarily buy them. And then they're the not Cowboys, beating. Cowboys have some crazy talent, but I still think it's a tall task for them to beat the Eagles or the Niners. So I mean, like, the I, thing with it. 
the thing with the Cowboys and Eagles is anytime that, that both teams are good, anyone right. in that division, that, sure. anyone could that's beat true. anyone. That's true. That division like, especially, that's very true, right? When the Giants I think just like with rivals. Like, yeah, yeah. Even oh, like right sure. now, like the Dolphins my are AFC, real good. Dude, my AFC, my AFC West always yeah. with the Raiders. I feel that, that like the Dolphins are such playing an any great. given Sunday, Such an right. any given Sunday division. You know, I, I mean, like the Dolphins were playing the Jets last week, and the Jets like hadn't scored an offensive touchdown in like a month. Yep. And I'm going to that game like we're losing, <laughs> completely convinced we're losing that game because yeah. you go one and one against teams right. that you don't, yeah, you know, that you play right. all the time. And so, right. it's I think Dallas could definitely go into Philly and win a playoff game. Like they're so used to playing there, what's the big deal? You know, you know like you're, you're now the, the Eagles are probably better. But they're in the conversation, you know. Um, but, yeah, there's really just four teams, and none of the other teams have this, like, legendary or all-pro quarterback. Really, not, like, not one of them has right. a good quarterback that's right. going to go and win three road playoff games. Right, right. The sure. weird year. So and the, um, the thing about the Cowboys, right, is like uh, – and it's kind of how I feel about my Raiders, uh, where – the Cowboys, uh, even though the Cowboys are eight and three, is that at key positions they have some studs. Yeah. So it's like, all right, well, like, guys, yeah. oh, Micah Parsons is the, unbelievable, and Ceedee Lamb is unbelievable, and it's like, oh yeah. man, you know, like those Playmakers. guys just dominate a game. It could happen. They could wreck a game. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, okay, well, then you know, that's that's entirely possible, you know. Um, but yeah, but I guess for whatever reason, I. I put the Eagles and Niners on a pedestal this year where I'm like, oh man, like, and then in the AFC, it's like, I feel like it's, it's obviously now not obviously is a strong word, but I feel like the chiefs should still probably be the favorite. Um, even though they're not as dominant as they've seemed in the past, but then like yep. the dolphins and the Ravens maybe. And like those, I, are the- I, I think the Ravens for sure. Right. You know, I'm a dolphins fan. I'd love to say like, they're right there. Right. They have playmakers now right. on defense to go with the playmakers on offense. Right, right. But they're kind of like – they've played three games against three good teams and lost them. Like right. I would say against like elite teams in the league, they've lost all three games. Right. And I'm counting Buffalo in that even though Buffalo is 6-6. Six and six. Oh, man. Because hey, – Man, that is so much of a better team than the record, I feel like. I don't know what happened. They certainly them. will be better – look – I can tell you right now, they're six and six, okay? But they've outscored their opponents by 100 points. Wow, that's insane. That's insane, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, they're sick. They're whooping people when they win and then losing by a point. Right. So, like, do I think – there's a perfect example difference for us at SC. The Bills somehow sneak in this year. Go on a run, right. With a nine and eight record because now they're 17 games, right? Right, It's weird. Right, sure. So, a 10 and, you know – a ten and seven, nine and eight Bills team yep. playing at Miami. I have no confidence the Dolphins win that game. Right, none. Right, sure, sure. So, sure. Um, you know, until they do it, I have no confidence. Until the right. Dolphins prove it against right. a good team, they could go on a run. You know, I think you know some there's there's. I'm not a big fan of him, but like Deshaun Watson on the Browns, right? Right, and he's had a, not a great year even, right? Still a guy with enough talent. Sure. Couple weeks left in the season, puts it together. Yeah. That'd be a scary team to play. Is he uh is he healthy? 
Is he gonna be he's tech? been like back and yeah. forth, but I like, feel like they've been well, I mean, they just beat the Ravens. Right, 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 right. I don't so, know. I don't know if he played though. Oh no, a couple of weeks ago they beat yeah. the Ravens. And he yeah. played that game. He okay. started and they okay. won 33-30. Well, I feel like I mean, I'll say yeah. I'll say this, bro. Miles Garrett is like you talk about a guy wrecking a game. That dude oh, yeah. is like yeah. that dude's gonna be like an all-time great. Yep. Absolutely. Know, freak. He's a freak. Did you see have you seen the video of him in the preseason dunking on the football field? Oh see yeah, that? no, he's he's a total <laughs> it's like the side, he's like, no, I'm not yeah. gonna say LT, but like, yeah, um, who is the guy on the Broncos from... that was wrecking games last decade? Pass rusher, Von Miller, Von Miller, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. He could do, he can Von Miller a game up, yes, here very and much there. so. And very no, yeah, so. you're right, Deshaun Watson hasn't been playing like the most recent games, right. Um, but he is that guy if he was healthy for sure. He, he, he's if that play, team, sure. right? If he's playing, yep. you know, like a, there's nothing like that in the NFC. It's weird. Right. Um, so it's only going to come down to a couple games, a couple teams. That's right. why I wasn't really into like the a lot of the games on yep. Thanksgiving. Yep. Um, but it'll be interesting to see. But you were asking me, and I can't tell you I have an answer. You, you were speaking of. Oh, this is a, uh, yeah, this is a, a parallel sports, sports conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. parallel the, sports conversation. They're about the in-season tournament in the yes. NBA. Yes. And I wish I could give you, I wish I could give you something to sink your teeth in. Okay. And I'll explain it to you. I want somebody but, to explain to me what this is and how it's any different than a regular season game or a typical regular season game and how it impacts anything in any other way. I know that there's like money bonuses involved. Is that the Okay, only, well, look, the so there are money it? bonuses involved. Okay, okay. Okay, and if you were to ask the players. Yes. What they would say is like the 14th and 15th guy on the bench. Right. If we win the playing tournament, right. they each get like 500 grand. Sure, sure, I understand. Sure. So for the and guys, guys you might the, think like NBA no, no, the players, guys who are on the mar- no, the guys who are on the margins in the NBA, right? Those guys on that team, that's, that's a like huge getting a deal. guaranteed year yep. contract, huge deal. and they might be playing on a ten day contract. Who knows? Understood. Yes, for those so guys, I they, get why it's big so deal. like you know, yes, guy making fifty million dollars, like LeBron or Dame Lillard yeah. or whatever, and like that's their answer. It's like we're playing for the guys on our team. We're like winning that five hundred grand is going to. To help their families. Yes, understood. Okay. And so, but while that's great, sure. And I'm, I hope those guys make the money and their families are taken care of. Absolutely, same. You never watch a sporting event thinking, no, of those things. No, never, it's, right? you're presuming that you're on the professional level. That's a given. I want my team to win. Bro, <laughs> like, I, you know. I think about, bro, I think about like, um, just for example, I think about like in uh, golf or tennis, right? How, and correct me if I'm wrong, right? But how those majors, right? Those major tournaments, which are like pretty much the only ones that I pay attention to because I'm only like right. a casual fan of those sports. Um, those major tournaments uh, with high drama. The dudes who win, or even the dudes in the top five, top ten, make so much money in those tournaments. But I never really know how much it is. It's not. It's an afterthought. They don't really talk about it much during the broadcast. 
You follow what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So you're not yep. sitting there thinking like, oh man, I really hope this guy sinks this putt because it's the difference of between him and making eleven million dollars and five hundred grand. I never no, think sure. about that, but I'm yeah. sure that's part of the equation. Um, but I, it never even occurs to me, and they don't really talk about it, right? So it's like, all right, so even in those individual sports where the stakes are high and it's big money you don't really, that doesn't really come into play. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's not like it's poker <laughs> or something like that. Right. So it's like, uh, yeah. So that's like not, not necessarily relevant to the, the, the uh, viewer giving a shit, you know? And it's right. like, all right. So why else is it important? Why else does it matter? You know? And and that's what I was trying to figure out. Uh, like, you yeah, know, I get it. They're trying to, they're trying their best. It's, it's partially marketing, right. Or all marketing. They're oh, it's. I mean, look, they have a new to, court, new yeah. jerseys. Yeah, they a whole ad campaign. Sure. They're trying to bundle and sell the whole tournament to. Yep. yep. That's the whole new thing. Like what the NFL does. Oh, we have Sunday night football, Monday night yep. football, yep. Thursday night football, the Thanksgiving game, the Black Friday game. Yep. They're like, how many different, um, exclusive quote packages can we come up with to sell to different platforms right right and if we sell to 20 different places awesome right we make more money selling to 20 places who are trying to get eyeballs on their platform than we do sell it to one everything right. to one right and so the nba is following with that and they you know they do tnt games and espn games and now they're like well what we're gonna have the in-season tournament and now they have a bidding war quote over right. the in-season tournament games. Right. So is Amazon going to get them? Is Hulu going to get them? Who is, you know, is YouTube? Like, people are like, all right, I'll buy 20 NBA games, uh, the rights to them, and then we'll market this whole thing. Right. But in trying to get the fans to care. Yes. Which is the main part, which is the main goal. I mean, like, sure. dude, it's so heavy-handed. You put on, like, I watch a decent amount of NBA games. Sure. And all they're talking about is, it, it, like, they, they, they've been given the rules. Like, right. Talk about the in-tournament game this yeah. entire game. Right, which is which is uh, which I noticed, which is why I mentioned it to you. Because it's so heavy-handed. The court, all the courts are different. Yeah, they for sure the, there. For in-tournament games. Yep. They're trying everything in the world Yes. to make the people care. And yes. I'm an NBA, big-time NBA fan. Of course you are. And I could not care less. My I team mean, I'm is a, like doing a, well in these games. I know. And I and could like, not care less. I'm a lifelong guy, but my my intensity for it isn't the same as it once was. But I I still watch and I still I still can convince there's still reasons. It's usually play, individual player related, but there's still reasons for me to tune in. Right. Whether it's a really good team or a very specific player, uh they, you know, I'll I'll make a reason, you know, I'll, I'll find a reason to care. Right. Um but I was just trying to find a reason to care about that in season. There's no, no, no reason to care. How, no matter how much they try to convince me to, I I, I still don't yeah. get it. No, they're trying, man. They yeah. are trying. Yeah, it's heavy handed. You know, they take this from soccer, which has okay. in season tournaments okay. for cups. Okay. Sure. But the thing in soccer that's different is that you get different matchups between teams that might normally not play each other. Right. And also their fan bases are much more rabid. Right, sure. For the big soccer teams, if uh, if they're playing, it's like Yankees, Red Sox. Right, of course. Whereas, like you know, Pacers, Hornets. Right, right. 
I'm a diehard Pacers fan, but like I don't know any diehard Hornets fans, and we certainly are not going to have like this Pacers Hornets energy. Right. Like it just doesn't matter. Well, I like, but in, my, in a, in a, you know, and my argument, special. My argument is that there are those rivalries in the NBA. You know, uh, if if right. you, if you know the sport and you go back far enough, whether it's conferences or just big picture, right? That said, even then, the games before Christmas or even before even before college basketball is over, right? Even before March Madness, those games don't have that much gravitas. Well, these are the same eight. games. They're right, literally right. the same yes. exact games. Yes. And they just said, we're going to call them, make yes. them matter yep. in a different set of wins and losses. We're going to keep yep. track of them on yep. the side, like yep. a little side bet. Yep. And they really only added like one or two extra games. Right. Like, I think the two teams that end up in the finals of this in-season tournament end up playing an extra game. Right. It's just that. Everything yeah. else is a regular game converted. So, yeah. you know, my team, like a young team, they're like, the coach is talking about like, well, this is like a way to learn. And yeah. it's like a simulated playoff. Right, sure, but sure. like, we need big games and reasons to get up. And, and they're winning these games and like right. – they're a high seed. And what do we have? Like, we got to play the Celtics. Right. We're probably going to wipe, the, probably kill us. Right, right. And that's it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's I'm like, sure. all right, great, wonderful. It's right. a preview of if when we get the eight seed, get washed in the playoff. Like, right, right, right. It doesn't, nothing's changed. Nothing's helped. I don't yeah. know. I don't buy it. Um, but they're going for it. And it's, and it's really, they're just made this thing up to sell to a streaming platform. And so, and I, and, you know, I get, maybe. and I get it. And, and like, you know, I, I come into this stuff, like not as a cynic, not as a skeptic, like wanting to have a reason to give a shit. Like I want to, like, I mean, like because, I like because, watching like, one a, of a the real choice. basketball game. And so I'll watch regardless, it. I don't course, need all of So like, no, regardless, it's not like I've retreated sure. beneath, like where it has no value. Yeah. I would watch it. If it was just the regular season NBA game, like I would, I'm into it. Right. I'm no more into it for this. Like I'm not like into it plus one. Right. No, it's, it's still yeah. I like basketball. I watch a basketball game, sure. but I'm not like, oh my God, dude. dude. Like what day next week is the in are the in season tournament quarterfinals, Greg? Right. Have you right. marked this down on your <laughs> Well, you know, you never I, think, will. I think that's one of the things, right? One of the challenges that baseball and the NBA have in competition with the NFL is that each game in the NFL means so much more because there's so few, so fewer. Right. And it's like, you know, when you have 82 games or 162 games, it's very difficult to make one individually have meaning that makes it like must-see TV, right? I and think they like, need to attach something to it, like you automatically get in right. the playoffs if you win it. There you go. Or you automatically home, home get a top advantage. five pick. Right. Or there, See, something- that's different. That's different. Now, now the fans yeah. are like, all right, I have the crappiest team. I'm the yep. Wiz- Wizards fan. Yep. And we're two and one in these right, games. Right. And right. there's the fourth tournament, you know, qualifying game tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm into it, you know, yeah. like, but otherwise no one's going to care. Or and even try, then, or only the so many trying people. to build dynasties, right? Or the team's trying to build dynasties or the team's trying to, trying to sure. fill that gap with that critical player. So it's like, 
the Lakers are on borrowed time, right? And it's War- like, the okay, Warriors, maybe yeah. the late, right. The Lakers, the Warriors, can they get a top five pick, a top three pick because they won the in-season tournament? That's interesting. And then the other one is um, these teams who are already kind of there, can they establish more dominance? The Nuggets, the Bucks, the Celtics, can they get that other, that new elite, yep. you know, player to take them to the next level? You know, like that would, that, that would add some, that would add stakes. You know? Yeah. I think they need to do something like that, but, uh, the way it is now, they're just putting lipstick on a pig to sell it to a blind per- to sell it to a blind person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And they will, you know. Sure. So it's smart on their part, but yeah. for us, not so much. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, good little you know, sports not, segment. Not to throw test. cold water on the sports. No, no. But this is what they call a professional transition. That is, yes, it is. It's even more we professional when you point out the transition. Yes, that's what I like. It's a pat us <laughs> on the back. That's like a pro would. Um, you know, we did a live cast. We, what we call a live cast on Instagram, and we might um, be doing more Monday. of those. We should, um, for sure. But one of the things that came up, we were talking recovery as we're known to stress and talk about. Yes. And I mentioned uh, cold showers. Yes. Came up. Yes. And, uh, you know, just the recuperative ability of that. I have a buddy who sw- swears by it, says it really helped him out with his back, and he could start lifting heavy again. Yeah. But uh, after that, you told me, you texted me, you're like, just took a cold shower, a 60-second cold shower, which I got to say, that to me, you like skip to like the third. <laughs> like there's supposed to be like a gradual increase of time. Right. But you were just like, all right, I'm doing 60 seconds. Like that's a pretty long time for ice cold water. Well, okay, so here's the deal, right? Like uh, full disclosure, um, I took a shower as like I normally would. Yeah. And then, tur- and then at the end of the shower right. – Turned it cold. That's what, so I, so I didn't just like come in out of 32 degrees outside. I mean, I feel like that's less cold. Jump right in the cold shower. Okay. Uh, All right, well, I wasn't 32 degrees in the cold is one thing. But like, right, right, right. right. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know. I'm just joking, but I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know like what the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like what the protocol is necessarily. I just, this is just how I decided to do it. So I just took a regular shower, a hot shower, like I always would. But then at the end of the shower, and I said that was a little informed. I told you by, um, uh, that book that I read a long time ago, uh, Building a Classic Physique the Natural Way by Steve Reeves, who was like Hercules, right? Like in the 50s, 40s, right? Like one of the first fitness stars. Yeah. Um, you know, Jack LaLanne era kind of guy. Um, and he, one of the things that he advised was like turning the shower cold at the end of your shower and, you know, and, and the benefits that that has for your uh, t- natural testosterone production sure. for your organ health for circulation was a big part of it. Circulation was another thing. Yeah. Um, so I kind of just did it in that spirit. Um, and it's not something that I've never tried before. Cause obviously that right. information was already planted in my head. So I, over the years I was like, I should do that again. I should try that again. But because of our conversation, I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. So the 60 seconds wasn't that, wasn't that brutal. It wasn't painfully uncomfortable. It was just uncomfortable. Like you'd imagine Right. But I will say this, man. And, you know, I'm sure part of it is placebo effect and part of it is um, just your mind state. Like I'm doing this therapeutic I joke around using the phrase. I'm, I'm, I've implemented this therapeutic modality. And as yep. such, I'm on the road to wellness. Yep. <laughs> I can feel it already. But you know what, man? I got out of the shower and I felt good. Um, well, no, there's this is like there's real science to it. Right. And so, you know, I just looked into it a little more because we were talking about it the other day. Yeah. But um, like there's real science to it. And one of the things that it does, in fact, they even like recommend 
doing it, starting your day with it. Sure, I could see that. Because it kickstarts the blood cells in your body that fight off infection. It really is like a shock that wakes up your system. Interesting. But like for comprehensive wellness and fighting yeah. off viruses. Wow. A cold shower is like, get on alert. Nice. It shocks your system. Yes. And, and so like they say, start your day with it. Right. Because now you're going to be like, boom, firing yes. on all cylinders in terms of your defenses and your body and everything. And so be more resilient. And right. so, um, but like the way that you did it, you should actually yeah. start with a hot, sh- you know, regular yep. shower yep. and the tail end of it, yep. go for 30 seconds. Now, like they say, um, you know, once you've been doing it a little while. Yeah. You're in the minutes, you know, right. like sure. you shouldn't do it for more. I think here, let me look this yeah, yeah. up just because I don't want to give out bad information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they say uh, like somewhere in the three to eight minute range is optimal. Okay. Well, so I, a I three to like eight minute cold shower up. early in the morning. Yeah. It removes lactic acid. Sure. So I mean, like. Um, now, if you have blood pressure issues, it can right. spike your blood pressure. Okay, sure. Well, so if you any, have like anything yeah. extreme, right? Yeah. Like any extreme is the wrong word, but like anything intense is a better word. Like yeah. any intense physical activity. If you have underlying health issues, then the intensity of those things could be negative. Could have could be negative or damaging. Exactly. I'm, yeah, I'm just throwing that. No, on no, but I'm saying like that's about as that's a about, disclaimer. Like, we are yeah, not doctors. Sure. <laughs> well, I'm not. I always assumed you were. I... Craig, I just got a uh, text from Legal, and they told us to say, uh, "Give our disclaimer: We are not doctors. Do your own research. Make your own decisions." Yes. That said, it yep. could be argued that cold right. showers are beneficial. Yes. I I've experienced them to be good for me. Yes. And uh, it seems like you had a good first experience. So. I had a great first experience. Eight minutes seems like a really long time. Like I'm going oh, yeah. gradu- to gradually build up, uh, you know, the, but the next time I shower, I'm going to do it. Like, like yep. I, I haven't showered yet today. When I shower today, I'm, I'm going to do it. Maybe if I can nice. stretch, stretch it a little longer, I will. Um, but it's like I could, I could use one. And an interesting point though, just thinking of the language you used and how it relates to other things, right? Like you said about how it, shocks your system it wakes up Mm -hmm. your system right it sends signals was one of the words right Mm -hmm. and i think that 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 concept of sending signals to your body to your system uh to parts of your brain um to your organs to your musculature is one of these critical components to like uh physical activity and why it's so important right and like like uh, and they say like the thing about hard cardio or vigorous weight training and pushing yourself and um, challenging yourself and you know uh, straining right and time under tension and all those concepts yeah. that relate to or 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 sprinting right or running distance or anything that is is an intense physical activity is that it sends signals and the signals essentially broken down you know uh you know in layman's terms the signals essentially tell the body you need to be strong you need to be ready right and the you need to be strong you need to be ready signals are the things that essentially keep us young vibrant vigorous healthy yep. and when you don't send the signals your body like in every other way says 
oh, it's not sending me signals because it, it doesn't need to be young, right. vigorous, ready, and healthy. It's yep. in a, the body is in a state of comfort. It's sedentary. It's safe. safe. Yeah. So I don't, it doesn't need to be ready. It doesn't need to be sh- right. un, unnaturally strong, right? So yep. it starts, it stops sending those signals. And then the body in one way, shape or form starts to age, right? Ra- more mm-hmm. rapidly, right? Yep. Because it's not getting those signals. And it's like, what can we do every day to send the signals, you know? And I feel like that maybe Stimuli. that cold, sho- maybe that cold yeah. shower stimulus, perfect word. And not only the anti-inflammatory effects, not only the, the testosterone production effects, not only the circulation effects, circulatory effects, not only those things, but maybe just that shock to the system that sends the signals. Maybe that's one of the keys. Testing. Know? Yep. Testing the body. Yep. Yep. I bet a sauna works the same way. Probably. You know, like yes. Yes. The body under duress. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, In a healthy uh, way. And, and, and a controlled know, way. You know? Yes. And, you know, you're talking about, um, uh, you know, the, the extreme cold, but then mentioning sauna. I think one of the other important things to remember, too, is that like um, ice therapy, uh, cold water therapy, immer- cold water immersion therapy, all those things, right, have anti-inflammatory effects um, that are good for the body. And then, you know, uh, heat therapy. I, I've always yep. thought that heat equals circulation localized circulation which equals yeah. healing, which equals healing yeah. right so like if you're you have a muscular injury um or a joint injury and you or tendons or ligaments or whatever and you want to address that by fighting the inflammation through cold therapy that makes sense but then at the same time i also feel like heating pads right and, sure. and stuff like that and drawing that warmth to that area and the circulation to that area that's healing you know, that's oh, no, that absolutely. Blood, blood flow is healing. Well, and you'll see in a lot of instances, they'll say heat for four days before you apply ice to something once. Yep. Yep. So, yep. um, again, people need to do a little bit of their own research and, and yep. every situation is different. Of course. But uh, in terms of, you know, we're always looking for tools. Yep to grab always always you never know what you're going to need and what's going to work best for your, your situation yep but this is just another one on the belt yep. you know another one in the toolbox you never know when you're going to need it i've you know i don't know about doing it all the time i don't know how that works but it's something that i think about every now and then i work in every now and then yep. and it's been helpful and uh yep. i'm curious to see uh i mean if you're starting in a minute you're not far from like three Right. which seems to be like the optimal zone. Yeah. And I'd love to see uh, how you're feeling if you did that consistently. No, me too, man. And I'm, yeah. I'm looking for, I'm looking forward to, to uh, trying to stay with it uh, as part of my daily protocol and reporting back. And you know, like the other thing I like about it, right. Is that it affords you the opportunity to do something that's good for yourself, but there's not a massive footprint, mm-hmm. right? It's not expensive. It doesn't take a lot of time. Right. Like, like we're talking, we're talking about like 60 seconds, 90 seconds, three minutes, right? Like that's not a lot of time. It's yeah. the, oh, costing you what it costs to run the water. Like it's, it's not one of these things that's um, prohibitive in a bunch of ways. Right. It's, it's cheaper it's not, than going to the doctor. Cause your body's breaking down. Yeah. Right. And, <laughs> and, right. And if I can't get a hyperbaric chamber, Right, you like, never. There is. I mean, it's like uh, you know they say what is like an ounce of prevention is a 
pizza pound of cure. A pound of cure. An ounce it's of the same pizza way, pound of cure. It's the same way. Uh, it's, it's how I would look at any of these methods. Yep. You're never going to regret it. No. Like the bill comes due one, way, one yes, day. For sure. And so you're, you spend a little now and it makes the bill less later. Yep. Absolutely. You know, like it, there's never, there's no such thing as a dollar wasted on like health and wellness. Of course. The money that we, that everyone wastes, and I include myself in this. It's never, it's never like, man, you know what I wish I hadn't done years ago? Right, right, right sure. It's like, you know, um, go to that physical therapist. Right. That, the, you know, for my shoulder. Like, right, man, sure. that was such a, you know, dumb decision. That's <laughs> certainly, yes. It, it never makes a list. The regret is to be found, for sure. Yeah, no, yep. it's everything else when we're taking risks and stuff yep. that, that happens. But yep. um, we we have another wellness tip, or no, speaking of like a daily Yes. Um, box you want to check, but I just want to let everyone know, um, you know, so we did a live broadcast at Instagram and we asked people for any, if they had any questions. Yes, yes, yes. And so later in this cast, we are going to answer some of those. So yeah, looking forward stay to tuned it. for those. Uh, yeah. But we're talking about just some, you know, tools in the, in the toolbox. And there's one that you were telling me yeah. that you've just become such like a diehard yeah. Like you think it's like got to be near the top of the list. So it's got to be, that... be near the top of the list. And when I stray from it, I start to regret it. Right. Um, because it's a very simple thing. And here, here's, here's what I'm advocating uh, on behalf of it is the super shake, which is what I yeah. call it, which basically just means uh, based on whatever your specific goals are, your specific preferences, um, your uh, ideal calorie intake, your right. lifestyle, all those factors blending together your supplements and some whole foods into a single shake and drinking it on a regular basis. Right. And yep. the reason that I think that that is so critical is because I think it's very easy for us to miss meals, to mm -hmm. put ourselves in spots where we aren't eating the ideal things, right. All these factors play. You're on the go. You're, right. like, you're just ill prepared or, right. you know, right. And so like, my thing is like, how can I check this box early in the day, every day where I am getting in some critical supplements and some healthful whole foods quickly right. and easily. Right. And like, there's really no more quick and easy method than making a shake. Right. Yep. Using, you know, and I, you know, I use a, a blender to do it obviously because if you're using fruits and that kind of stuff or whatever, ice and these things, like obviously blending it, uh, it just makes that much more possible and palatable. Yeah. But I, when I'm in a good groove and I'm making that shake on a regular basis, I simply feel better. And, you know, it's probably partially psychological because I'm like, oh, check, I got that in today. That's, I did something, did something good yeah. for myself. I got that in today. But it's also because of what's in the shake, right? Like the, what I, what I make, my typical go-to, it contains fuel, life, juice, our G-code products, fuel, Life and juice, our whey isolate, uh, our green superfoods product, and our post-workout creatine EAA product. I use yeah. those three together, and then I'll blend it with some kind of fruit, a banana, frozen blueberries are, are my right. favorites. And then I do a half a scoop, I mean, a half a cup of oatmeal in there, too. Um, yeah. Water and ice, I blend it up, and I bang it down. It tastes amazing. Um, but then, like, I like the fact that I got those blueberries in also, right? I got a half a cup of oatmeal in, right? And I feel like oatmeal is such a wonder food in terms of heart health in terms of digestion, right? 
Like, yep. uh, you know, not to go there, but if anybody has any issues with regularity, right? Um, and how critical that is to your health, right? Uh, if I feel like if you consume oatmeal on a regular basis, that is like one of the cures for sure. being inconsistent in that way, right? Um, so like a, it's, a, it's a digestive, uh, wonder food in my opinion. Um, so like when I get that in on a regular basis, I just feel like I'm, I'm healthier. I'm healthier. Yep. Um, I'm doing things to, uh, further my physical goals. Um, and I am placing a priority and an emphasis on my nutrition. And when I do right. that, good things happen. Um, so I feel like if there was an easy easy tip that I could give people out there other than food prepping and, and those kind of things. Like here's something that you could do every day. Here's a tool that's available to you every day that you can utilize um, that will no doubt help your process. So that's, that's it. I, I, I just add, makes total I, I'm sense. I mean, it kind of speaks to like what we've talked about over the years, the benefits of um, working out exercise in the morning, right. whatever, all right, let's say like you might normally do it at the end of your day. And sure. look, people have different situations. And if you're exercising at the end of the day, every day, awesome. You're killing you're it. You're killing it. You're killing it, right? Yeah. Like anybody who's doing it, like anybody right. who's doing it, I, I tip my cap to them. Like you're doing, you're doing better. Yeah. Than like how, better however you got to do it. Like yep. you, you're doing great. Yep. But that said, uh, if you're just trying to establish good habits and you're trying to check the right boxes every day, if you do it first thing in the morning, it's much less likely that anything can pop up that interferes with that'll it and prevent makes you from doing it later or become an excuse to doing it later or anything sure. like that. Like it's done. And also like, no matter what goes sideways on your day, it, you know, you got yeah. to get a car accident later. God forbid. Right. At least you started the day putting something in the good box. Yeah, man. Check in on the good column of yeah, things. Man. That kind of juice kind of just can dictate your mood and your day. It's a psychological advantage, bro. It's a psychological yeah, advantage. Right. And so this is like the nutritional dietary hack yep. version of that. You start yep. your day off with that and it's like, all right, right off the bat, a 30 of your meals that were awesome today. Yep. Like, Absolutely. so like, that's Hall of Fame numbers, 32%. Yep. <laughs> like, right. You're going right. to the Hall of Fame if you can hit you know, three thirty-three. So, true. of course, you got one meal. You got it's like you know your first at bat. You get a hit. Yeah. All right. You had a good day at the plate. No matter yep. the next one. All right. Now we're going for gravy. Yeah. Um. And so you you know you don't want to have a strikeout your first at bat. You want to right. be able to enjoy those later at bats. And so yes. now you start. You set the tone. You started the day strong. You got that on the books. Makes a lot of sense. Yep. And maybe you're setting the building momentum and setting the tone and doing all those things. And so no doubt. Um, I think it's awesome. That's a no brainer. Um, you know, and just as you're breaking it all down, I'm literally going to make exactly what you just said after. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I was about I'm to like, I'm, about to I'm hurting this. a yeah, little yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, and I think it, like you so, say, you know, I'm like doing my best to, uh, do the workouts I want to do yeah. with the shoulder I've been dealing with. Yeah, yeah, sure. And I did um I did some dumbbell presses yesterday. Okay. Shoulder presses. Sure. Well, that's uh, a, big a little deal. dumbbell yeah. and then yeah, but that's and, a big deal with your shoulder and what you've gone through. Like, I mean anything, just even anything going doing, overhead is a big deal. Doing the motion without yeah, the sure. is a I can imagine a, a thing. And yeah. so um I did some dumbbell 
and I do a machine. I have a way to do it on this machine that I have. Yeah. And uh, I'm sore in spots that are not, like, that have not been touched in a yeah, long time. I believe it. And so I didn't sleep great okay. last night. Sure. Um, and so, boom, going into recuperative well. Going to be a cold shower today. Yeah. Going to do a super shake even, definitely yeah, with rise and juice in it. Well, that and, was, um, yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to go, I was going to say to you, uh, I was going to put you on the spot, though. It's not fair to do it, but I, I'll, what yeah. the hell? I feel like the thing about the super shake is like, it's however you define it. So like I gave you yeah. my go-to one, but yeah. yours could have completely different ingredients in it, right? Like, and, and the next person's could have completely different ingredients in it. Oh, like, of course. My, people my, take, mom, uh, my, mom should, my mom should be drinking a super shake every day, right? right. But then like uh, the 15-year-old, uh, uh, you know, high school sophomore trying to make the football team next year, he, he should be drinking a super shake every day, and theirs would look probably very different. Very different. Yeah, right. nice mass gaming right. diet versus uh, you general know, health and lean wellness. muscle maintenance. Yes. yes, yes. So, for example, um, putting you on the spot, what do you think? What do you think is going to go in yours, Mark Lombardi? What do you? What do you well, think? I'm I, I'm I'm both physically uh, sore and a little tired, so yeah. I'm throwing like everything at it. Nice, everything. So it's nice. going to have. Um, I'm probably gonna go with code orange rice. Nice mango juice. Beautiful. They go. They're great together. Citrus life. Awesome. They're also great in that blend. And uh, I'm gonna throw strawberry fuel in there because oh, there's a weird perfect. thing with strawberry strawberry fuel with citrus. Yeah. Yep. Where it turns into like in this orange sherbet flavor or something orange like that. Orange Julius. Yeah, it always exactly. reminds me of something like that. And so it goes well with all citrus things. It and does. so I'm going to put them all together. And then like the banana is pretty neutral. Yeah. I spike it with some banana. Yeah. And uh, blend that all together. Oh, it's going to be awesome. And so. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I look forward. I look forward to our next cast. You reporting back on, on your super shake and, and if you felt, feel a benefit from, from utilizing it. And not, uh, not, that not, I, not that you've never done it before, but I know like I'm a making shake, a conscious effort to start doing we're this. We're a shake friendly household. For yeah, of, sure. course, <laughs> of course. Of course. Um, this but is totally unrelated. Effort, not to go off, but making the conscious yeah. effort to do it consistently and then noting, wow, man, I did. I had one three days in a row and I, I feel better or I feel stronger or I feel better recovered or any anything or you know dude it could even it could be stuff like you know like I said about regularity and, and you know using the bathroom. It could be sleeping better like the benefits who knows how it could positively impact you i know for a fact it's not going to negatively impact you it's only going to have positive benefits so i wonder i wonder what those will manifest themselves as you know that's exciting absolutely yep yeah no it's going to be good yep. um while we're talking beverages yes now i know we're like usually looking for we're not like super calorie obsessed in most of our conversation you know what i right. mean like yep. and keeping locale stuff Yep. You know, we talk about if it shouldn't calories aren't an issue if you're burning right calories the right That's way it. and and, and doing resistance training and yep. building lean muscle all that. But um there is something that I really like. Okay. That is not nutritionally ideal. Okay. Okay. And it's not that I never would have it, yeah. but this time of year I'd like to have it even more. Okay. And I was surprised to find an alternative that didn't fall way short taste-wise. Interesting. Okay. Um, you get, you and I, like, I'm, a, I'm surprised, dude. But yeah, almond, egg, almond milk eggnog. Interesting. 
I'm a Nog fan. I'm a Nog and, fan you know, too. I'll go fully let it Nog at this yeah, time sure, of year, sure. and I have sure. no problem doing that. That's right. Kaylee bought it. She drinks like we don't really buy like regular milk. Like it's right. mostly almond milk, and it's added to things. Sure. Um, it's not we're not like a milk heavy either way house. Okay. But um, yeah. I open the fridge. There's some almond milk Nog. Almond Nog. Interesting. And uh, I'll tell you what, it was pretty good. And it and it's it's preferable from a nutrition standpoint, like because I, I know obviously egg, eggnog itself is is uh, traditional eggnog can be very calorie laden, obviously fat, sugar. Um, I mean, like a third of the calories, I would say. Okay, let me see here, nutrition fact: one and a half grams of fat. Okay, and I mean, seventy that, calories. Well, I mean, it's a fraction. It's a fraction. Yeah, I don't know off the top of my head what a traditional eggnog has, but I would think it's got to be, you know. Yep. It's, I mean, it's got sugar, and, you know, it's sure. not like this is some flawless no, no. But 70 thing. calories, 70 calories, it, it, you know, it can only have so much of any of any of the macronutrients in it. So it's much yep. more, uh, you know, um, calorie neutral uh, than than a traditional eggnog for sure. I, I, I don't know if have I ever made high protein eggnog for you in, in our in our in our over. It rings a bell. Days? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing to it. It was basically just taking a, a protein powder that works well with eggnog and blending yeah. it into eggnog with some cinnamon or whatever, and it's delicious. Um, but it's like, how, how do you how do you take that that delicious beverage and then spike it with some extra with some extra protein? Was always the goal. Like I mean, I mean, you can't go wrong, dude. Make a yeah. eggnog pudding even out of it. I bet oh, it's probably sure. good. No but doubt. like, yeah, dude, I I was surprised. All the milk, a little nutmeg on it, and it's like, yeah, I really was not miss, missing much. Wow, I got I got to get some. I have to have some nog. See, I feel like I might be the only nog drinker in my house. Well, then you have an obligation to drink an entire. I do, I do. Container of nog. I think you're right. I think you're right. I'm I'm right in my notes here where I have the NBA. Well, look, I mean, they make the little. You know, it's like what is it? A quart? It's a quart of nog. Yeah, I'll get a quart. I'll get. Then you can bang down a quart of nog in the city. No problem. And if you're spiking like it with fuel or something, sounds like I, a dare. Yes, I mean, I'm not well, saying you're not a real man. What I need, you're just the proof is in the noggin. It is the proof is in the noggin. What I I I'm waiting for milk and cookies, uh, midnight milk and cookies fuel to be back in be stock back in stock any you know, day okay. now, yeah. and that will blend really nicely with some nog. I think, you know, yeah. So uh, that I think I need that in my life. Nog season. That's it. It is nog season. All right. We're, All now, right. So we got to wrap at, up with answering some questions here. Yes. I'm adding something from the cast every time. I Something from the cast comes up that'll be part of my lifestyle. This You're going to be the cast nog. personified. That's what I will be the cast in human form. <laughs> That's it. All right. So some human forms yes. submitted some questions to they us. Did. Some yes, of the they did. awesome members of G Code Nation. Yes, indeed. Let's uh, go through those. Not. We're not going to sprint through them, nope. but we want to keep this uh, episode tight for everybody. So yep. what was the first question you got there? Okay. So the first question, give me one second to track it down like a professional broadcaster. Yep. Okay. So the first question was from Duke Minerals. Shouts to awesome. Tom Duke Jones from the, the UK. Man. The man yep. from the UK. And Duke asks, uh, for our insight on the recent trend of the hybrid athlete and supplement companies venturing into the endurance supplement field. I guess our take on that, right? 
Yeah, I mean, to me, I guess it's a trend. I never viewed supplements as strictly belonging to one discipline or another. Never. Same. Same. And I don't know if that goes back to the era of our childhood when we were athletes. Yep. Uh, on teams and we had yep. Gatorade and pasta meals sure, sure. and all of these things that were viewed as tools right? as part of the process. Like a big basketball game. I know I'm having like a meal, like a big bowl of pasta is involved yep. or something like that. Yep, like, yep. you know, yep. um, you're dehydrated, you're hydrating electrolytes and stuff like that. We're starting to enter the, the, the conversation. For sure. And, and we're on people's minds. And knowing any elite athletes or extreme sports. Yeah. Um, um, ultra marathoners or anyone like that. And knowing the, the kinds of things um, that they do for advantages. Yeah. And or or just like the mandatory minimum to even have a chance of competing and having any understanding of that. Like to me, I don't know like if the – Maybe the supplement companies are changing. They used to only target um, bodybuilders or weightlifters, Greg. Like, you can speak to the evolution of that more. But, like, in my mind, I've always viewed it like supplements are for anyone doing any athletic endeavor. And the endeavor and the discipline just determines which supplement you're using and how you're using it. I agree completely. And what, what you were saying about my specific insight with regard to like um, where the supplement trends come from, you know what I, you know what I've observed over the years, I've observed this. I've observed that the, the Guinea pigs of supplement culture are the physical discipline athletes. So the weightlifters, the powerlifters, the bodybuilders, right. They're the people who tend to try everything first, right? right? Develop their own protocols, perfect the supplements and the individual ingredients and then how the ind- individual ingredients are incorporated with other ingredients, right? Sure. And then mainstream athletics looks to that niche culture for right. that guidance, right? Mainstream right. athletics, the ball players. In the various athlete, in the various uh, team sports, the individual athletes they look to what are the lifters taking, what are the bodybuilders taking, right. what's the most effective stuff that those guys are using that can give me my edge, right? Right. And then those mainstream athletics, uh, athletic, um, those mainstream athletes, uh, especially the more prominent ones, right? They end up being the gatekeepers to that. Uh, specific product or those specific kind of products or those specific ingredients to the rest of the broader culture. Sure. Right? And I feel like that's the way it trends. And now you see like aminos creeping in yes. like beyond supplement companies yep. in the yep. supermarket shelves and ready to drink regular everyday beverages. It's like V8 aminos. Like. Things that once seemed, once seemed <laughs> yeah. unthinkable, right? Right. But now all of a sudden it's like mainstream pop culture, right? And how did it become mainstream pop culture? Yeah, it when became... PepsiCo is making aminos. Yep. You know, which is where we're at now. um no so that makes sense um and i think like within that mind it's like a good lesson and a good reminder you know just thinking of that um to like not be afraid to borrow and learn from people who are doing things completely differently yes 
Absolutely. You know, you'll find uh, the from baseball players learning from strength athletes yep. and what that did to the game yep. to, um, you know, um, what ultra marathoners have taught people about endurance. Of course. Football players are learning about strength. I mean, like, you know, you can learn and apply things from different you can learn a lot from seeing how michael phelps trains i don't care what sport you're playing you know and how he burns calories yep or you know you want to just trying to get in shape you can learn that lesson you you know a perfect example people out there oh everything needs to be low calorie well if mike how is it michael phelps is having like twelve thousand calories in the day what is he doing right to be in great shape and Well, then what are you not doing where you can't do, you know? Right, so, of course. Um, it really speaks to just how there's different ways to get the results. And you got to copy, cut, and paste from all very the different so. disciplines and all the different tactics. Um, very much you so. Know, very much so. I, I think about that all the time, even though I'm doing totally different workouts and say like a Vinny Galante, but he's talking about, um, you know, attacking his muscle from a different direction this right. week. Sure. Here you think like a bodybuilder does the same repetition over and over for 40 years. And it's like, right. could n- he's a perfect example. Could not be further from the case. Of course. And, he, and Vin, Vinny, Vinny talks about his physical limitations, right? Like various things based on injuries and surgeries yeah. and stuff like that. Working right? around them as they popped up and manifested and, and, and doing things entirely differently. And talk about like an old age wisdom that I thought, man, it's absolutely brilliant. I don't know if you caught this from Vinny, but, but this statement, right? Is the idea that, um, let's say there are, if, if you look at all the exercises you could ever do, let's say they, they, that's 100% of the possibilities of the things you could do if you go to the gym. Right. Yeah. And Vinny says 80% of those, I can't do anymore. So now the 20% is my hundred percent. Right. And I thought, man, that's, I mean, apply that to everything. But I said, man, yeah. that is brilliant. I'm not going to worry about the 80% of shit. I can't do anymore. Right. I'm going to do, I'm going to take this 20% and, and do that my hundred percent. Yeah, to the best of my ability, and like talk about like focusing and and channeling your energies in a productive way, I and like not that. lamenting. Oh, I can't do this anymore. That twenty percent that's left, or thirty percent that's left, or whatever is that's pretty awesome. I thought so too. That's I awesome thought so too. But yeah, the thing that, right just to finish that thought for for Duke and his question, I feel like uh, it's it's sort of all marketing, and that athletes of every background and discipline can benefit from, for example, the products that we make at Go Nutrition. It just depends on how you're applying them and what your protocol look like, looks like. Yeah. And I think that physical culture tends to trend in the direction of supplements based on the way that I said earlier, right? Jay Cutler, Mr. Olympia uses this thing and he benefited from it. And JJ Watt saw Jay Cutler take it. So now JJ <laughs> yeah. Watt's using right. it. And now this uh, high school football player is taking this thing because JJ Watt was using it in there. That's the cycle. That's kind of how it goes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yep. and everybody's benefiting from it. And it's like, it's just a process of guinea pigging and it's a process of um, uh, there's a word, what's the word? It's not adaptation, but, but of a specific segment of society buying into this thing. And now it's now it's a thing. And now, yep. and now they open the door for the next group and it, it becomes broader as it goes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. No doubt. All right. So we got two more questions here, I believe. Yep. Two more questions. All right. So the the next one is, this is interesting, Mark Bernardi, an interesting question, a loaded one, one that we're still in the process of figuring out, but what are the, what are next year's plans for the Arnold, Mark Bernardi? 
Sco nice. I don't know that we can answer that right now. We can't. We can't. A little bit of insight is that pretty much every trade show we've ever done, it's kind of like a game day decision. And when I say that, what I mean is that even if we're really planning it out, we sort of plan it out based on the current circumstances and where we're at in terms of uh, our relation to when that event's going to be and how we can best execute it with the resources we have on this at this given time. So, um, you know, we're four months out from the Arnold right now. And, and while it's on our mind, it's in the background because we've got a million other things going on. And it's like, okay, uh, when we get down to it, we will figure out how to best execute it and, and pull that trigger, yep. you know? Yep. Hey man, we'll uh, adapt as the situation as we get closer. We can't yeah. say for sure yet. Nope. Just know, you know, like if we're there, we do it right, as everybody yeah. knows. Um, you know, tra- I think not for nothing, but it's definitely a factor on our minds. Like a lot of trade shows have changed. Sure. Um, a lot of the people we look forward to seeing aren't necessarily going as often. Right. Sure. Um, the crowds have changed a little bit. Sure. The traffic has decreased at some of them. Sure. And so like, we're like anybody else, we have to consider a thousand variables when we're making these decisions. Right. Bang um, for the buck, right? Bang for the buck. Bang for the buck. We're trying to do what's best to, to deliver high quality supplements consistently. Yep. That's like priority number one. The best and so sometimes we are like, all right, do we add a flavor to that category or do we add another 10 feet of boot space at the trade show or do yep. we, you know, um, send everybody an extra sweatshirt this month? Like you right. never know. And we, we're always constantly juggling between those things. Right. None um, of those decisions are made in isolation, right? They're not there. They're, they're, no, they're, no. Right. It's, it's trying to check off as many boxes we can. So, yeah. but yeah. we will let you know first. Oh, about you will that know. When we, there we go. You will know. Yep. There will be signs. All right. <laughs> That's it. All, All right. right. And, and then the last question is from Gabe Cabrera, another OG. Yep. Um, Gabe Cabrera was asking to rank the top two movements, top two exercises per body part. So if you had to do two exercises for each body part, what would they be? Um, which is a great question. Uh, a, oh, loaded, a loaded and complicated question, but... If I if I if I uh, if I had to pick two exercises per body part, what would they be? That's a really tough question because everyone's so different. And so, sure. you know, well, like yeah, I, but I think that's using Vinny as an example, right? Yeah, like Vinny's, you know. Vinny's would be different from mine; would be different from yours, and and that's yeah. good. That's an okay. That's okay. A lot of it's based on your personal experience. A lot of it's based on literally your physiology, right? Like. Uh, a guy who's five six and a guy who's six six might feel very differently about a squat, right? Because of the distance that bar has to travel and the natural inclination that their physiology uh, lends to that specific movement. You know what I mean? So it's like uh, every everybody's everybody's top two is going to be different for a hundred different reasons. You know? Yeah, I mean, I you know the first body part that comes to mind for me is back. Okay. And my first thought is that, well, the the first, anytime anyone's asking me anything like this question, yes, immediate number one A for me out of all movements of all body parts Can is I a row. This? I know, you were going to say that, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's that. a row. Yeah, yeah, yep. In particular, I like a seated row. Okay. 
but a bent over dumbbell row is yep. awesome. Yep. Um, if you're doing it right, you'll be seeing stars and absolutely wheezing like you ran a marathon. Yep. And uh, it's just incredibly taxing if you're going heavy. Um, and you can push yourself. I just love the feel. I've always loved the back workout, especially yep. with rows. So to me, it'd be like a row and a pull down, probably like a wide grip pull down seat, you know, yep. and a, a seated plate row. Um, you know, man, I'm, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm wishing I could get the extension with my arm to do sure, that. Sure, sure. So man, I'm, I'm thinking of a specific gym and a specific seated machine. row yeah, machine. Yeah, yeah. And how I long for that right yeah, now. Like sure. I'm just smiling. Like I want to do that so bad. I'm gonna get there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's what I, that's that's like one A for me right there. So I okay. So if let's all right, you so you just said back. So I'll give you back. So for me, my back exercises would probably be. Uh, yes, of course, a row. I would say like a, a barbell row. And when I say a barbell row, I mean as heavy as you can do it, but with really good form. So yeah. as soon as the form sucks, it's too heavy. Don't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So what's the, what's the heaviest you can do it, but with precision form, right? A, bar, a nice barbell row, right? Where you're really like pulling with your back and not with momentum and not with your arms, right? Yeah. Um, and then I, I'll give you two, two. I think a dumbbell pullover on a bench is great. Uh, in terms of the stretch, right? Like emphasizing the awesome. stretch and the lats. And then another one is one that is great. One of the best exercises there is, and I'm not good at them, Skull, but that's why I try to do them, is pull-ups. I oh, think my of, God. You yeah. know, obviously, pull and pull-downs as a as a supplement to that sure. are great, too. A supp literally a supplement, right? Just like, oh, if you can't eat a chicken breast, drink a protein shake. All right, well, if you can't do a pull-down, do a pull-up. I mean, if you can't do yep. a pull-up, do a pull-down machine. Great. But pull-ups are such a great exercise. And like, to me, it's like if you can do 10 really perfect pull-ups or three really good pull-ups or two really good pull-ups, but they're full range of motion, like it's one of those exercises where you get so much out of whatever you can do. Like, so if you can barely do a pull-up, but you say, at the end of my back workout today, I'm going to do as many sets as it takes to get 10 pull-ups. You will get so much out of those 10 pull-ups, even if they're coming in sets of two. Yeah, like you will recruit as so much of your your back and your your arms and your upper torso so much will get worked if you do like a proper dead hang pull up and if you can do a bunch of them whether that means a bunch of them spread over many sets or a bunch of them in one set uh i think it's just as good as it gets so i, I would i would do lots of pull-ups lots of pull-ups awesome and whatever that's lots a great be, answer lots might be eight for you or it might be 80 whatever that is lots of pull-ups you know, you know, when he's like limited to like two movements, like my first yeah. thought is like, what workout could you do in a jail cell? For sure. Oh, or like, like what, what workout could you do with the least amount of stuff? Gotta keep it simple. Gotta like keep the it simple. basics yeah. where you would attack it. You know, like yep. I would look up like a Herschel Walker yeah. workout, sure. <laughs> you yeah. know, like he's sure. probably a guy who does two Bruce movements Lee, per body. Bruce Lee. Did you ever see yeah. Bruce Lee's workouts? He, Bruce Lee journaled his training, which is pretty cool. I found that at one point, like, which was like a page of his, what is like his, his lifting yeah. and, you know, fitness protocol looked like. And, and a lot of it was very, you know, basic, um, you know, bare bones stuff. And, and, you know, the stuff you could do in a bedroom, the stuff you could do, like if you just had a bench at a bar, right. The, the jailhouse workout, right. That's like a, a very legit thing and a good way to, a good approach, a good approach. Yeah. You know? 
I this is gonna well, be what would terrible. you do for chest? Uh, okay, for chest, I would do some kind of press. So right. uh, I think know, that's a given. A flat bench or an incline bench. Um, if your shoulders can handle the incline bench, maybe I would do an incline barbell. Um, right. But 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 that's like just based on personal preference. And I feel like maybe the most effective press you can do is a dumbbell press, right? So okay. like if I'm just looking to develop my chest as much as possible. I think a dumbbell press, whether flat or, or inclined, depending on what, what yep. feels best for you, I think would be the way to go. And then some kind of fly, right? Some kind of stretching okay. movement, some kind of stretching movement, a dumbbell fly, um, you know, or, you know, and then it depends on what you have access to, a machine fly. I, I think a dip is incredible also. A parallel bar dip uh, is one of the world's great exercises. It's like a, a absolutely. I've heard, it, I've heard it described as a squat for the upper body. Awesome. And if you think about it, right, upper like, body squats, the upper body squat is the, the, bar, the parallel bar dip is that's a great exercise. And that's, that's a great that's analogy. One of those exercises where it's like, Hey man, if you could only do pull-ups and dips, like you could pretty much smash your whole upper body. And just with those two exercises, just with your body weight, you know? Yep. Cause there's so All much right. chest shoulders and tries and a dip. And there's so much back and buys and a pull-up like, if you came Killer. down to it, like that might be all you need. Killer. Yeah. All right. Those are some, that's, that's a good way to think about it. All right. Um, maybe, maybe we don't give them all. Maybe the next cast we give, we give a couple more. Cause I, this we'll is do leg day hour segment. Time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It we'll could do be some leg days. We'll do some shoulders. We'll do some arms yep. next time. Next time. But awesome. that was, that was a uh, back and chest for Gabe Cabrera. That was a great, great, a great question. And great something question. All, something awesome to debate. You know, what we've talked about in the past, like doing, three exercises per muscle group, like when you can only limit it to two. Yeah. Well, now you have to really think about what you're doing. Yep. Yep. Of course. And get economical and, and, and precise and yep. efficient. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's like, it's tough. It's a challenge to hit everything with two movements. Um, but it can be done, you know, no doubt, no doubt. It can be, no doubt. It can be. And, and, and if your mind is really in it, you can get so much out of it so much out absolutely of it, you know and if you embrace um, it if you embrace it right embrace the limitation i only have two exercises to work with instead of saying oh man i only have two exercises to work with it's like no man i only have two exercises to work with i have to crush these and make these yeah, you're gonna do 100 percent of your 20 percent that's it that's it that's so, an awesome phrase what a, um, great, what a great like um method or you know methodology organizing principle awesome i feel like not enough time has passed for this but it is time for the greatest segment in the history of podcasting, known as the dirtiest thing to eat. Now, the food cast. I'm dying for a quesadilla. From Fat Boy Sunday to Fat Boy Sunday. We got 30 tacos on the table. Give it up. Quarter the pound bowl burgers. of cereal. 115 breakfast. A couple sixers and wow. Eight donuts. Okay. Reese's Pops are better than peanut butter Captain Crunch. So they're taking stem cells and they're making hamburger meat. I'm generally a Ben and Jerry's guy. Peel and eat shrimp. That's my thing. Fried donuts. Some a pretty manly kind of fucking snack. Philadelphia cheesesteak egg rolls. Eat this whole fucking tray. The dirtiest thing you've eaten. Food cast. Snack again. The food cast. All right. I feel like not a lot of time has passed. I feel like we covered a lot. I feel like this is a very. I feel like we've been cast. doing a dirty thing of eating every day. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, I better I not feel, have a really I, good. I, I thought you meant in this specific cast, you mean in life in general, since your last dirtiest eating 
You're, no, you're, yeah, I just meant like I feel like I've done a, a dirtiest Eaton recap like yesterday. Yes. So like how dirty could it be? Right, right, right. Um, but maybe that's not accurate. It's just an, uh, my mind playing tricks on me. So I'm yeah, trying sure. to think. I don't know if you have one. Yeah. I'm trying to think. You know, I've been on the – I did the almond milk nog. It's kind of been like – and I've and then sure. a little of the popcorn train. Right, right, right. You know? Yep. It's this, this isn't even like the dirtiest thing. I this, I wouldn't even call it dirty because I don't view cheese. Right. Especially if it's not like sawdust cheese. It's like right. actual good cheese. Right. Had a First, little burrata. Okay. Nice. I mean, it was a pasta dish. Right. But sure. it, was, it wasn't even that bad because it was uh, Trader Joe's makes this like cauliflower pasta. Okay. Or cauliflower gnocchis. Okay. And it's not bad. And I just like it because it's a little higher quality of ingredients than right. like regular right, right, right. gnocchis. Right. And I can make them quickly. Right. And so I had like, uh, I whipped up a gravy and, you know, all the spices, a little uh, cauliflower gnocchi and topped it with some burrata cheese. Wow. So like it's I wouldn't not, even consider like I now, I'm now, not like losing any sleep now cauliflower gnocchi like what did the grandparents say about this Mark Bernardi? Listen, <laughs> I grew up eating gnocchi. I was like a on the end of a conveyor belt of gnocchi oh, yeah, for, oh, yeah, oh. for for twenty oh, years. What the a, first what twenty a way years to of live. my life. Oh yeah, you know, oh, like God. no what doubt a, about what it. I wouldn't give my grandmother would have absolutely had no problem with it. Okay, good. no problem. Good, 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 good. good. Um, she no, they're not like. Uh, they, how does it taste? It tastes good. That's all that matters. All right, that's good. all that matters. Good, good, and good. then you throw in convenience, they totally understand. All right, awesome. hey, look, awesome. this like. You know, it's like not a stereotype. My grandmother would like, you know, if she had to use ragu in a pinch. Of course. Like, she, you know, she, she doctored up. Kids she doctored up and you never know. She would cook pork butt, cook some pork butt in it. Yep, yep. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like she, oh, you know, sure, like, bro. that can for happen sure. sometimes. Well, um, that's, we're seeing why we come from the same world, man. Same. Yeah, same. yeah. That's, um, it's not, no, there's, uh, you know, there's, uh, there's standards, but there's also real life. I get, it. I get it. Of course. Yeah. So this isn't like a sweet, decadent, right, sugar-filled ice cream sundae or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. I, but it's the the dirtiest thing I've eaten in the last seventy-two hours. So maybe it qualifies. But yeah, I'm yeah. making a point. I'd like to have a streak of not being able to answer this question. Right. That would be a challenge. If I could, yeah. next time we have this question, if I'm like. Popcorn. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah, I'm no, in a good I know place, about your popcorn. So. I, I and I, I, I thought that was a great uh, life hack, snack hack. Because snack hack. We're, we're snacks. I thought that was a great. We are snacks. The world. Yeah, snacks, snack hack. Finest. And like, but honestly, it's such a sleeper. I'm gonna yep. go back and sing the praises again. Why not? Yep. Um, it's such a sleeper and has such great benefits. Yep. Yet is no different from a chip in terms right. of effect. Mouth, mouth feel and uh the uh satisfaction you get out of it and it's flexible because sure. you can spice it yeah flavor it however you like really a hundred different ways For yeah sure. so From sweet to savory and everything in between that's sure. it yeah so uh Max, there you go and it's filling. Yeah, yeah of course the satiety index and volume food volume as it relates to the satiety index mark Renardi. it's a big it's a big variable
Um, so for me, I got I, I don't have anything ultra sexy that I can think of. Uh, it's just the combination of the things this time of year. So there was uh there was fun fetty cake from the twins' birthday. There was um generous portions of pumpkin pie with cool whip. And uh, you know, not a whole I not carved through some not even a whole not even a homemade, not even a homemade pumpkin yeah. pie. Um the, the cake was homemade. The pumpkin pie was not um, you know, store pumpkin pie, but but so awesome. And then uh Tara's pineapple stuffing is the other thing. Um awesome. You know me, I kinda I keep my fruit and baked goods separate, but that's one of one of my exceptions to that rule. It's like it's just incredible. And to me, it's a very um sort of simple down home Americana kind of like uh working class dessert side, right? Like very yeah. simple. It's not decadent in an expensive way, right? Not fancy, right? Like it's the components are like white bread and sugar and butter and pineapple, right? Yeah. But it is absolutely fucking epic. Like so I'm, dude, I'm dying. So incredible. So so yeah. So you have my address, stuffing, right? some cake. Yeah, dude. Get, you have my address. I'll just put all those three of those things in a box and send it's them. It's like to a you. two and a half, two hour drive, dude. You can just just, just don't do put, a little quick round tripper. When the box gets there, don't put the what's the contents of the box in your super shake. Keep those separate. All right, sounds good. Keep sounds those separate. Good. The baked goods super shake for Grovember. I'm going to get a super shake right now. I love it. I'm taking a it. cold a cold shower later. That's what's up, man. I'm going to take some Dream. Yes. Tonight, I'm going to sleep good, good. Like a rock therapeutic modalities, my friend. You are That's eight. it. All about it. I'm all and about it. Well, same, hopefully, man, people same. picked up some gems. No doubt. And uh, speaking of picking up some gems, head to G-Code Nutrition. Pick up the new Evolve hoodie, a t-shirt, and the bundles. Bundles are we still got, there. Bundles are still, still live. They're still live. Tremendous opportunities to save cash. Get some dope. Fresh new gear, get the Vice Triple X Baja Blazes That's back it. in stock, man. It, it's as good as it gets. Hits hard, tastes amazing. And uh, in case you're not already doing it, following us on Instagram. Yep. Because we will be doing a live version of the cast every now and then. Yep. We give it. We gave out a couple gift cards this week. Yes, we did. Tis the season for us to put the G in generosity, so we try to live up to that standard. We'll be doing that. We'll check you guys out there. But uh, otherwise, have a good one, bro. Good My cast. man, you do the same. Awesome cast. And I'll see you next time. All right, bro. Peace. All right, man. Peace.